Welcome to the Quaker Hinijin Audio Library. Quaker Hinijin is an African evangelist, prophet, pastor, and teacher of the Word of God. His aim is to reach all the lost souls in the world, no matter the cost. Join us as we listen to our prophet today as he preaches one of his messages from the Love Arena Church, Accra, Ghana. So we are beginning service now. Sorry for the delay. And also, um, first of all, I want to begin by saying thank you for making it to midweek service today. It's been a blessing to have you in our ministry every day and every time in the presence of your Lord. May He continue to bless you and keep you in His wonderful presence and preserve you for a good time and in His own time. The mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So we are welcome to service this evening. Um, today, I'm not going to be speaking much. Today's service is very short. But um, an announcement will be made at the end of service that may brighten things up, hopefully, in the coming um, days of February. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Alright. So, um, First of all, we want to read a scripture from Job chapter 22 and the verse number 1. And it says, Then Elias the Termonite replied. So this is a conversation going on and it's an excerpt. This is another chapter continuing. So let's go back. To 21. And this was Job speaking, so we are going to be reading from 21. It says, Then Job spoke again. Listen closely to what I'm saying. That's one consolation you can give me. Bear with me and let me speak. After I have spoken, you may resume mocking me. Now, it says, My complaint is with God, not with people. I have good reason to be so impatient. Look at me and be stunned. Put your hand over your mouth in a shock. When I think about what I am saying, I shudder and my body trembles. Verse 7. Why do the wicked prosper? Growing old and powerful. Hallelujah. They live to see their children grow up and settle down. And they enjoy their grandchildren. Their homes are safe from every fear and God does not punish them. Their bulls never fail to breed. Their cows bear cows and never miscarry. They let their children frisk about like lambs. The little ones skip and they dance. They sing with tambourine and harp and they celebrate the sound of the flutes. They spend, they spend their days in prosperity, then go down to their grave in peace. And yet they say to God, Go away. We want no part of you and your ways. Who is the Almighty? And why should we obey Him? What good will it do us to pray? They think that their prosperity is of their own doing, but I will have nothing to do with that kind of thinking. I'm going to end here and I'm going to, first of all, emphasize on this scripture in Job chapter 21 and the verse number 16 
which says in brackets that they think that their prosperity is of their own doing, but I will have nothing to do with that kind of thinking. This is what most Christians think, that whenever they make it in life, whenever it turns out that God gives them an opportunity and they are able to identify it and go for it, they think that it is by my own knowledge and it is by my own senses, it is by my hard work that I was able to get such things. Listen, those kinds, those, that kind, especially of thinking is carnal knowledge. You don't know where it's from. God has given you the opportunity to go forward in life. He has given you the opportunity to come and say, well done, Father Lord. He gave you that opportunity because he knows that he had assurance that you would come back to him and testify unto his name. Hallelujah. He had a feeling. He knew it. But at the end of the day, he decided to change things and to say that, well, my prosperity is of my own. And this was the question that Job was asking in the earlier verses that we read in Job chapter 21. It says in verse 7, Job chapter 21 and the verse number 7, it says, Why do the wicked prosper, growing old and powerful? Because we're the ones, you realize that we're the ones in Christianity who even call ourselves Christians. Who even call ourselves prosperous are not that prosperous as we think. Most people who are atheists, people who don't believe in anything, they are just there, walking around in the world. They don't know what they are about. They don't know where their life is going. Those kind of people is what Job is talking about here. That why do they even prosper? Growing old and powerful. And he gave examples of many things that happened to them. In verse 8 to the verse number 15, they are all examples. For example, in verse 8, it says, They live to see their children grow up and settle down, and they enjoy their grandchildren. In verse 9, it says, Their homes are safe from every fear, and God does not punish them. Their bulls never fail to breed. Their, cow, their cows bear cows, and they never miscarry. They let their children frisk about like lambs, and their little ones skip and dance. They sing with tambourine and harp, and they celebrate with the sound of the flutes. They spend their days in prosperity, then go down to their grave in peace. And yet they say to God, go away. We want no part of you and your words. So who is the almighty God? He then asks, and why should we obey him? What good will he do us to pray? This is 50% of the world's mindset that I've just read here. This is 50% of the world. The other 50% have seen wisdom. I've seen wisdom and they have accepted Christ. But the other 
This is their mindset. It's here, look at it. Job 21 and the verse number 15. NLT. Verse 16. They think that their prosperity is of their own doing, but I'll have nothing to do with that kind of thinking. This is supposed to be the Christian mindset. As a Christian, you are not meant to lose hope. Even when it seems like all is going down, you are not meant to lose hope. If the world has assured you that you are going to do well, well, you shall do. Why do you need another sort of assurance to know that this is so? It has been written. What other assurance do you need? Do you need a certificate before you can know that what the Lord is saying is true? Prosperity is not your own. It is for us. But it comes from God, not by our own hard work. When you want prosperity, there are steps that you should take. And I said this in ISMLC 2022. I told you that prosperity is split work. Part of that is God and part of that is you. So if you are unable to identify your actual purpose, then prosperity can never be yours. You always fail and you always lag behind. And this is what most Christians don't understand. And they go around and they say that God is not true. He is not a living God. Is, is something that five men and women just wrote down for us to read, like a storybook that they released today, or books that pastors and other people write. Atheist, Stephen. The world is such that if you believe it, it shall happen. This year, you are meant to use extreme faith to receive everything. That's the word of the Lord for you today. Extreme faith. You had a project that you wanted to do. You wanted to succeed in life. You wanted to move forward. Build a house. Build a shop. Anything. Anything successful that you can think of. And then, all of a sudden, you realize that your job, you started losing it. From today, it's complaint. Tomorrow, you are late today, then finally it comes with a letter. Dismissal letter that they've sent you. You are not meant to, first of all, you are not meant to go and sit at home and wait. You should know that it is now time for what is to happen to happen. You should know that it's now time for your prosperity to take place. It does not mean you're falling down in life. Who has written that? It only happened. Who has written it? That you are filled in life. It has not been written anywhere. But the word assures you that trials and tribulations are going to come. So it is depending on you now to be able to manage or to be able to go through those trials and tribulations. Verse 17, Job 21. It says, Yet the light of the wicked never seems to be extinguished. 
Do they ever have trouble? Does God distribute sorrows to them in anger? There is one thing Christians also don't understand. That those who do evil, they prosper more than those who do good. More of the evildoers are around than the good. Because they realize that most of the good things come from the evil side. But it is not so. All those things are of the world. And we are not of the world. That's the word that said. We are not of this world. We are not of the caliber of this world. It is given to us only to live a daily life. But we are not of it. Praise the Lord. And this one most people don't understand. That all these spirits, these devils, are they ever troubled? Apart from prayer, are they ever troubled by anything? Of course not. Because they take what isn't rightfully theirs. It is better to work for something than to just take it. Because you, you don't know the value of it. Let's fast forward to the chapter 22. And the verse number 1, it says, Then Eliphaz the Temanite replied, Can a person do anything to help God? Can even a wise person be helpful to him? Is it any advantage to the Almighty if you are righteous? And would it be any gain to him if you were perfect? Is it because they are so pious that he accuses you and brings judgment against you? No. It's because of your wickedness. There is no limit to your sins. For example, you must have lent money to your friend and demanded clothing as security. Yes, you stripped him to the bone. You must have refused water for the thirsty and food for the hungry. And you probably think that the land belongs to the powerful and the on only the privileged and have a right to it. You must have sent widows away empty-handed and crush the hopes of orphans. And that is why you are surrounded by traps and tremble from sudden fears. Then again, what does this tell us? This tells us basically the work of people who have backslided or have lost faith in God. This is all they do. In as much as they've backslidden, they've gone down. They to their own is that they have, you, to, you have to go down with them. They don't understand it if you don't go down with them. You don't understand, they don't understand if you, you are there and you are believing. There's nothing wrong. We are living accordingly. But all of a sudden, somebody comes and tells you that what you are believing is not true. It's not this, it's not that. Then you too. As you are, it's, it's normal to believe such things. So, this is the word of Job. That the reason why we are Christians, the reason why we are believers, and the reason why we are not succeeding, 
because we are doing good and not succeeding. It's because we think we are doing good. But we are not looking at the other things. And he has given examples. Eliphaz has given examples in this passage that we think we are doing good, but we are leaving out the most important things of all, which are the little things. So how will we ever succeed? We think we are doing good, but the question is, are we really doing good in any way? And that is why you cannot see the darkness and the waves of water cover you. And then he exalts the name of the Lord and he says, God is so great, higher than the heavens, higher than the Father's stars. But you reply, that's why God can't see what I am doing. How can he judge through the thick darkness? For thick clouds swell about him and he cannot see us. He is way up there, walking on the vault of heaven. Will you continue the old paths where evil people have walked? They were snatched away in the prime of life and the foundations of their lives washed away. For they said to God, leave us alone. What can the almighty Lord do? Yet he was the one who filled their homes with good things. So I will have nothing to do with that kind of thinking. And he quotes, he says, the righteous will be happy to see the wicked destroyed and the innocent laugh in contempt. They will say, see how our enemies have been destroyed. The last of them have been consumed in the fire. Submit to God and you will have peace. Then things will go well for you. Listen to his instructions and his commandments and store them in your hearts. If you return to the Almighty, you shall be restored. So clean up your life. If you give last for money and throw your precious gold into the river, the Almighty himself will be your treasure. He will be your precious silver. Then you will take delight in the Almighty and look up to God. You will pray to him and he will hear you and he will fulfill and you will fulfill your vows to him. You will succeed in whatever you do and light will shine on the road ahead of you. And if people are in trouble and you say, help them, God will save them. Even sinners will be rescued. They will be rescued because your hands are pure. Hallelujah. Glory be unto the Lord. Amen. So what does this word tell us? This tells us how, this is basically telling us how to be successful as a Christian in this current life that we live in, in this day. Because because to this day, there is much evil in this world. You can't monitor the, the amount of evil that is going on. Some are clearly visible, but some are just hidden. They are hidden from public. You cannot see. To even talk or say anything. You cannot say anything at all. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. These small, small things are what matters. At times, the only thing that holds up a person and keeps a person believing even when things are not going well is hope. And when you are able to shatter that, 
with the words of your tongue and the movement of your mouth. It kills their inner spirits, and so they are forced not to believe anymore. It's lost because you've broken it. So what else do you want to be there? Magic? It shouldn't be so. We as Christians should submit to God. Why should you be on with God on Monday to Wednesday? Maybe for prayer and fasting for a revival or something at church. And then when it comes to um, Thursday to Saturday, we have to go and be with the devil. There are many ways of being with the devil that we don't realize. For example, if you have God, this is one of the most classical ones. But me, those things don't concern me. I don't care. It is what it is. So, one of the most classical ones that you can ever think of is basically going to club. Now, right there, that thing right there that you do on Thursday to Saturday is wrong. You can't do that. That is not submission. You, that is not submission. If anyone tells you that you have submitted yourself to God, you dedicated yourself to God on three days, God needs your submission each and every day, the same way you need air to breathe, every day. The same way you need His Spirit to infill you, to wake up. So you can't say that today I'm not worshipping the Lord, today I'm worshipping the Lord. You can't be on and off. Because He created you, and He has a say over your life. So you have no rights to dictate whenever you want to worship the Lord. If service is called upon, you should be there. You shouldn't say, I've lost my job today, so there's no way I'm going to appear at that church again. Is it the pastor's fault? He is just coming to encourage you. He is just coming to tell you what the word of the Lord says for you. And you may just be lucky if it's about you that day. You may just be lucky. It's not an assurance, but you may just be lucky if you are the one who is speaking to or about that day. I told, and I keep telling you that the only necessary thing that comes with a human being, immediately they are born, is hope. Hope for the next day. Hope for change. And when the word of the Lord comes concerning hope, guess what? The hope is raised. It becomes full of. It is raised. It, we are, we are, we know that we are excited. Although we had the hope that He gave us in our hearts, immediately we hear these good things that the Lord brings to us. There is hope. There is joy because we know that it can be possible. Because of what? Hope. Because of what? Hope. Because of hope. But you see, there are, um, well, how do I say this? There are rules and regulations as to how you can access that hope. 
that the good Lord has promised. Hallelujah. There's, there are ways and means to access the hope that the good Lord has promised. For example, let's take prosperity. Prosperity is basically an act of submission to it, number one. Number two, it's also an act of submission to the Spirit and your determination for that prosperity. You don't just sit there and say that you'll be successful. There must be some sort of effort in what you are doing. Else, I'm sorry, what you are doing is very pointless. I'm not being rude or anything, but that is just facts. It's just facts. That should not be even reasoned. It's something that is natural. If you don't work for something, in the same when you go to Proverbs, what does it say? It says, the lazy man who does not work with his own hands does not eat. So when you are jobless and you are sitting there, that is why you don't have money. However, people still think that when they don't put in any effort and they are just there, money will come to them if only they pray to God because they think that God is a merciful God. Meanwhile, his exact word says that the lazy man who does not work with his hands does not eat. Praise the Lord. So, this is what I'm bringing to you today. So, like I was saying, the word is something that is very, very important. That we must infill in our spirits, in our hearts, from this year, See, you may have read the Bible countless number of times, many times, so many times. You may have read the Bible so many times, and you may think that, well, these are just to encourage me. It never works anyway. No, don't think like that. It actually does. It actually does. There is actually a meaning to it. When you read the word of the Lord, you are meant to be excited. To be joyous. But some read the word of the Lord as if they are reading a storybook. Some read the word of the Lord as if they are reading a storybook or just a regular book. This book that you are reading promises you good things. But people just take it as if it's just words. They are just mere words. No, they are not. These are promises and vows made by the Lord. And the only way to access them is if you work for them, if you strive for them. They don't just come naturally. It's not like the way air comes. We have to work for it. You don't expect it to just pop out of thin air and say, here I am. You have to wait for it. Like I keep saying, oh, I'll keep saying this, over, and this is the key point for the service. Hope is one thing that keeps a person going in life. It is hope that gives you the mindset that you, today may be a better day. I may get a breakthrough. I may see somebody's number on the floor. That may get me to the highest point in life. That is hope. And that is faith. 
as well. But when faith from the word of God comes to you, that is even increased. So when you are reading the word of the Lord, when you are reading the blessings and the good things that he has brought to you, you should be excited. You should be jumping in the spirits. Because it is promised. And before the Lord will even states down some blessings, He will give you rules and regulations as to how you can access these things. Like I read in the book of Job just now, it says, what, what was the instruction? Let's go back in verse 21. What was the instruction there? It says, Submit to God and you will have peace. Then things will go well for you. Submission to God. People have a problem submitting. Even when at times pastors call for service, it appears that even to get the person in the church is a problem. Even to inspire the person or talk to the person to even come to church is a problem. Because they have not seen it yet, they don't believe it. That is Christianity is about. He will give you rules and regulations as to how you can access these things. Like I read in the book of Job just now, it says, what, what was the instruction? Let's go back in verse 21. What was the instruction there? It says, submit to God and you will have peace. Then things will go well for you. Submission to God. People have a problem submitting. Even when at times pastors call for service, it appears that even to get the person in the church is a problem. Even to inspire the person or talk to the person to even come to church is a problem. Because they have not seen it yet, they don't believe it. That is what Christianity is about. See, believing without seeing. So if you are unable to believe like a child, you can't be in Christianity. Because things are only not, they, they are not seen physically. They are only seen by the Spirit. So if you don't have that ability, you can't. If you have not submitted yourself to God, you can never have that ability. It's something that you should know. If you have not submitted yourself to God, you can't have that ability. So from today, submit yourself to God. Things will go well for you. Hope on and keep on. Continue to strive. Read the word of the Lord and be empowered. Believe it that indeed the blessing in the book, the blessing from this chapter, from this verse, is the blessing for me. Personalize it. Declare it every day when you wake up. The same way some, some can open their WhatsApp immediately they wake up. That is the same way you should be declaring it. Immediately some wake up, they open their WhatsApp. First thing, not even to check if they are where they are, where they slept yesterday. 
the first thing they take their phone and they check. That's the only important thing to them nowadays. When you wake up, that should be your main mandate, your main declaration. That by the end of this time, I'm doing this because the word of the Lord says it. Also, work towards it. Don't just sit there. Because the, the man who does not work with his hands does not eat. There is no fruitfulness. It's like you've planted a seed, you've not watered it. How do you expect it to grow? If not rain, even that one uh, optional, once in a blue moon. Even with that, you still have to put in some way to see what you want to see. You want to see a mango tree, you put the seed there. What should you do? Should you just sprout up? No. You have to put efforts. So if your plan is to do a project, put in some efforts. Invest in it. Don't just say the Lord is there, you do it. No. Put in some efforts. Amen. Amen. Put in some efforts. So, today's message is titled, Success for Followers of Jesus Christ. Is that not wonderful? So, it has been a blessed time in the presence of the Lord. I've enjoyed this wonderful time with you all. Today is not really a long service, so uh, we just thank the Lord for the opportunity that he has given us now, just to be here for this short time and this place. Hallelujah. Let's turn, let's turn to our feet. And let us begin to thank the Lord for His grace and mercies. Begin to appreciate Him and bless His holy name. Thank Him for the word that you've heard today. And believe that this word is for me. I will succeed in everything I do. Declare it now. I will succeed in everything I do. Everything I do, I shall succeed. And there will be light on your road. There will be light on your path. There's no way that you walk on a dark path. There's no way you walk on a dark path. Your projects are successful. You are going forward. Your declarations are coming to pass. The prophecies that were made over your life years ago, they are passing to you. If you believe them and you believe the word of the Lord, that says it shall come to pass. It shall happen for you. Prophecies are not written, but they are written by the Lord and it is given unto mere men to be told unto you. So if you are able to believe that written word of the Lord that is brought out by the movement of the mouth, it shall happen for you. Declare it. You are successful. You are successful. You are successful. This month, I'm succeeding. I'm succeeding. I'm going forward in life. I'm succeeding. I'm doing greater things. Greater works than this. Because greater is he that is in me. That is than he that is of the world. Or that he that is in the world. Begin to declare it now.
Make your declarations for this month. Because every month, from now on, this is what you have to do. In order to see something fast, here's what you do declare it every day. Declare it every day, every day. So, what is your main mandate this month? My mandate is to improve the audio in this church. So, this is what I'm declaring. By the end of this month, or by the end of this period, in as much as I am concerned with the word, we shall get a mic. I know it may seem like the most simplest thing to do, but for me it's not. We shall get a mic. This church shall improve. We shall be uplifted. We shall change because we've improved in our transmission of video. So now my next declaration is that Father God, help me, strengthen me, and empower me. This is my declaration for the month. So make yours too. What do you want to see in this month of January? Declare it now. Declare it now. Man di credo shaka se tole gadose. Man do saka shaka li kreboste. Li zo kala zo talabashiti. Man do suke tele gadosh. Man da suti. Man rabadushke. Man so toko shatalu yoteshimaso. Man di su kala gadiske. This month I pray and I give you the mouth to testify. From next month, you you will not. There won't be even enough room in your head. There won't be even enough room in your head to keep all your testimonies because they are coming in hundred folds. They are coming. Many, many testimonies. Things that have been in your family, have been with you for many, many years. That's no prayer, no pastor, no deliverance, no anointing. Change. I see. By the word of the Lord that has promised that all things shall work together for those who love the Lord. And that by submitting, everything will go well for me. I declare you free now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And you are free. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God bless you. May be seated. All right. So this has been our midweek service. Not a very long one, just like last week. But um, I think the announcements may brighten things up. I'm very sorry for today. We started quite late. We're going to start at six, seven, and seven today. But hopefully, this is our first month. So kindly pardon us with a few things. Because we are trying to do everything with perfection. So we pardon us with a few things, and I believe that will be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We shall be blessed because we pray. Amen. So, make sure that you stay connected to the word. Stay connected to it this month. It's necessary for your progress. And believe it with all your heart. Believe like a child. For example, when they tell, when they tell the child that if you drink water, by tomorrow you become strong. Believe it like that. 
if the word says you are going to get money if you do this thing do believe it with all your heart don't let any obstacle of exception or don't let any um what what they call words of diminishing come to you no 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 don't let anyone will take out take your mind from from that this is your year of extravagant change this is your year of extravagant change so if you believe that word of the lord that has been given unto us so it shall happen for you in the mighty name of jesus christ so it shall happen for you it shall it can and it will in the mighty name of jesus Hallelujah. Praise the God. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. This message was brought to you by Quaker Energy Ministries, the Love Arena Church, Love Arena Media Productions, and Love Arena Music. Did you enjoy today's message? Do you want to hear more of the Word of God? Simply search for Quaker Energy Love Arena on any one of these audio podcast platforms, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. You can also search for Quaker Energy on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and see you another time for another wonderful message ministration by Quaker Energy.